A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your reviews, which we have this week, and Ooh. play your voicemails. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. We have reviews. We do. This first one is from Ego My Mego, uh, Bimbo News. I've been listening to you ladies for a while and you're always an instant listen for me. Love it. <clears throat> I think I just swallowed a bug. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I know. Loving the addition of Bimbo News. Thank you for the laughs and the information. Will you read the next one so I can take some water? (laughs) So I can get this bug out of my throat. This is from Miss Shannon Dellerbong. Even better on loving the addition of Bimbo News Corner. The normal format episodes are fun, but I can just sit and listen to Melissa and Allie chat about current news and pop culture for hours. Thanks for keeping me company while I work. This is from... Aradarin. Hard not to love these ladies. I've been meaning to leave a review forever. I started listening to this podcast last October for a spooky podcast, and I haven't stopped since. Allie, Melissa, and Maria, wherever she is, effortlessly blend humor and joy with weird and grisly stories. Thank you for making me laugh and giving me nightmares. You're welcome. Also, number 56 in Mexico for true crime. What? Get out coincidence that while i was in mexico we charted to number 56 that's not a coincidence at all we'll never know wherever you go (laughs) yeah um oh we got some emails actually this is an anonymous another anonymous email i'm writing in after hearing the bimbo news where you mentioned mexican pharmacies and how fentanyl showing up in 75 percent of the medications administered by them My spouse has issues with chronic pain and is prescribed various medications to help manage it. In order to have some extra medicine to cover any gap between prescription refills, they ordered some pills from Mexico. Oh, shit. It was allegedly the same medication they were already taking. Oh, shit. 
One day I came home from work and found my spouse unresponsive on the couch oh, with blue shit. lips and very shallow breathing. Oh, I called 911, an ambulance came, and we spent the night in the hospital. The paramedic said that it looked like a drug overdose. Fuck. My spouse hadn't done anything out of the ordinary except when they took some of the Mexican medicine. When we got home, I flushed the pills down the toilet. A month or two later, my spouse was at their pain management appointment and were told that the doctor could no longer see them because their urine tests showed signs of meth and fentanyl. So not only could they have died that one evening, if I came home from work a few minutes later, they were no longer allowed to be a patient at this doctor's office and had to find somewhere new. The moral of the story is be careful out there, boys and girls. That's crazy. I like, I am so glad that, I mean, I don't buy medications, but like people need to know, like that's, that's it's scary. A real, it's an epidemic and it's everywhere. Even when I was in Mexico, like I, I always get traveler's constipation. And like after four days, I was like, I'm going to burst after all these buffets and not eating. And <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm not even going to buy X-lax or anything like that. Like, I don't want to buy anything. I'm afraid. No, it's scary. Yeah. Oh, that is terrifying. Um, Voice mail. Number one. Hey, hi. This message is for the web crawlers. It's Carson's hoodie, Brittany Bitch again. Um, so I just finished the Barbie episode. So you were asking for stories about Barbies and how they um, impacted our lives. I was a girly girl, but also a tomboy. So like, I like dressing up like a princess or like Barbie or whatever, and then going and playing in the mud too. But I have, like, Malibu Barbie with her little convertible. I had her mansion. Yeah, she has um, birds. Yeah. I had, like, a little jacuzzi. And, like, to make the bubbles, it had, like, this little pump that you push the pump and it would make the jacuzzi bubbles. Um, oh, that's cool. And I had Ken, of course. And so I have, like, one Ken. And then I have this other one. I could have looked it up, but I didn't. He had, like, dark hair. Um, and I bought you a bird in the back. Um, yeah, bird. So I would take off all my Barbie's clothes. So I had, I don't know, a ton of Barbies and I take off all their clothes and put them in a circle and I take Ken's clothes off and well, actually, no, not Ken's clothes. I leave Ken alone. I took the darker, um, boy and took his clothes off and I, mash them together so my best Barbies would be fucking <laughs> and then like I would <laughs> go no, around talking. I'd have my um, Barbies sitting up so they'd be sitting with their legs straight out um, and he they'd be sitting in a circle and he'd go around and just like touch all their boobs with his hands I totally what? forgot about that but yeah um, I guess little me was a little freak yeah. Um, well, I still am a freak, but yeah. And I, I blame Barbie for, for turning me by, for being bisexual. So, um, nice. yeah, thanks Barbie. Uh, another part of the gay agenda. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone, um, I'm very LGBTQIA plus friendly. Um, ooh, there is this one, I think it was Barbie's little sister Skipper or whatever, um, set that I got for my birthday or Christmas one year and it came with like this little perfume and it smelled so good and there's something I smelled recently and it reminded me of it and I can't remember what it was 
uh, my husband it reminded me of it. But that's it. I love, love, love you guys. Bye. Wow. Taking off your Barbie's clothes. Am I crazy or was there like a bird or something in the background? No, yeah, she has birds. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, next message. Hello, web crawlers. This is Joran calling from Hi. Dallas. Um, born in the Chicago area. Yes. But currently living in Dallas. Uh, to clarify a question, not that you care. Um, I care. So regarding Barbies, um, I was reminded of a very traumatic incident for my daughter. Uh, oh. When she was about, she must have been about four years old, and uh, we had just gotten uh, an Alexa. It was our first time uh, getting one of those, and so messing around. And Anyway, at the time, she was really obsessed with the idea of getting the Barbie Hello Dream House. Um, mm -hmm. And you guys talked about that in the episode. It had a voice-activated thing. Um, and you can communicate with it and stuff. Anyway, um, I was taking a nap one day and I was woken up when she burst into the room in, in tears and like Aww. extremely panicked. Daddy, daddy. And I said, what's wrong? And what she had done is, uh, she said, Alexa, how much is Alexa stop? Stop. Oh, it started talking. <laughs> oh, no. there's, there's the second part. <laughs> Great. So when I said that name just now, the the device in my car popped up, and then it ended up <laughs> hanging up my call. Anyway, my daughter panicked. She had said, A-L-E-X-A, -E which I can't say. Um, how much is the Barbie Hello Dream House? And it said something like whatever it was, which was around uh, two hundred and fifty or three hundred and fifty dollars. Would you like me to order one? And she just said yes. And then <laughs> it said, "All right, uh, that has been ordered." And then she freaked the fuck out. Um, and that's when she ran in and woke me up crying. Um, she felt instant guilt and it, it was very sad. And of course I was able to just go on Amazon and cancel the orders. It was nothing, but Aww. she, um, was afraid to even talk around <gasps> those devices, which Aww. again, I'm not going to say cause it'll come out in my car, <laughs> um, for, for a long time. She's mm -hmm. good now. She, uh, it's been like five years. Six oh years. God. Uh she's she's good. But uh yeah, she was very traumatized. Yeah. And we ended up getting her a different Barbie dream house after they discontinued the hello one. Right. Um so thankfully that was a little cheaper, but it was still ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh just as the parent will know, as soon as she got it for Christmas one year, it was exciting to uh put together and play with for five minutes, and then it just it started collecting dust. Oh, no. Sold it at a garage sale, uh, like, two years later. Okay, that's all. Uh, bye. Oh, no, Alexa. I wonder how many oh, things sure. kids have ordered that parents have had to cancel. Well, I remember there was this whole thing about, like, 
you know, parents were um, buying or giving their kids like an iPad with like games on it and they didn't realize yeah, that you buying yeah, stuff. you could like buy like extensions and things on the game and they were like spending oh, yeah. thousands of dollars and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's trickery. That's trickery. Okay, next message. Hello, this is for web crawlers. This is Christina. Um, I have such a scary story of something that happened to me over Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know what happened, but here we go. Okay. So I recently signed up with one of those like dog sitting apps. So I got my first like overnight client. So I like met, I was so, oh my God. So (laughs) this is all going well. Okay. She booked me for like Saturday to Sunday. Right. Uh And I went on like the Wednesday before to go meet her and like see the house and like meet the dog. And I got there and everything's, like, fine, but, like, something's a little bit off. Like, the vibe mm. with her is, like, a little bit off. Oh, also, oh like, my oh, my God, I'm so nervous that she, like, listens to this podcast and, like, is going to hear this. But, like, <laughs> Highly doubt it's okay. it. Yeah. Highly um, doubt it. <laughs> doubt it. So she's, like, giving me the tour on Wednesday, and she leads me to, like, the downstairs bedroom, and she's, like, oh, like, this will be your bedroom, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then she was like, it's like this really nice house, like, like mansion, like Uh-oh. super, like, like you can tell they're like rich, rich. Yeah. So she's like giving me the tour. And then she's like, oh, like upstairs, the upstairs is prohibited. You're not allowed to go upstairs. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and it like, at the time it like struck me as like a little weird but I, like, didn't make a big deal out of it. But then I, I was texting a few friends who also do dog sitting, and I was like, hey, like, has anyone ever, like, restricted an area of the house to you? Like, this lady said I'm not allowed to go upstairs. And they were all like, no, that's weird. Like, I've never had anyone say that to me, like, whatever. And so I was like, huh, okay, whatever. So I go on Saturday, and I'm there, like, all day, no problems. Um, and then, oh my God, it's going to cut me off. I know it. Um, and then, so I'm like watching TV downstairs. There's no reason for me to go upstairs, but of course, like, because she said that, I'm like, you want to know what's upstairs. Um, but so it's like nighttime and I'm watching. Okay. There's another part. This sounds like the beginning of a, a horror movie. Yeah. Okay, this is for web crawlers. Part two. So sorry. Okay, so I'm watching TV downstairs, and I swear to God, I hear, like, a thud come from upstairs. Oh. And I was, like, I, like, paused the TV, and I was, like, what the fuck? Um, and I was, like, huh, I don't know. Um because, like, obviously, like, this whole time, I'm like, what is upstairs? Like, why can't right. I go upstairs? And then I, like, hear a noise, and I'm like, uh, okay. Um, however, I convinced myself that it was, like, you know, it was more, it was Memorial Day weekend. Um, 
the house next door was having a party. Like, it's kind of loud. So I was like, okay, it was something outside, whatever. Uh-huh. So I, like, go back to watching TV. And then, like, I guess a few hours later in the night, oh, I swear on my life, I hear, like, an iPhone ring upstairs. <gasps> and I was like, um, okay, is there someone upstairs? in this house with me? And if so, well, first of all, so many questions, but I was like, okay, whatever. Once again, I'm choosing to ignore it. So it's like late at night and I like go to bed. I bring both of the dogs into the bedroom with me and I lock the door and I didn't go to sleep that night because I was like, "Mm, scared. Um, Yeah. But so they were supposed to get back at 1 p.m. on Sunday, the next day, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to leave at 11 a.m. So, like, I would leave, I would leave 11 a.m. on Sunday, and then they would get back like yeah. two hours later. So, I'm, I'm just like sitting there, wide awake, all throughout the night. At 5 a.m., I swear I hear the front door open, <gasps> and the dogs go nuts. They start barking. Oh, no. They like run to the like, the bedroom door and like start scratching at it. And I was like, "Um, is someone ho- like? Did someone get home? Like they five a.m. That's insane." And they said, "Like and like they know that I'm here. They didn't say anything. Like it was so weird. I was so scared. So I just like sit there for another hour. Oh my god, I'm gonna get cut off again. I'm almost <laughs> done though, but really I'm funny. gonna." I'm going back. <laughs> That's really well, funny. I bet there was someone in the house who left. Yeah. This is for web crawlers. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Part three. I just like sit there for another hour, like so scared. And then eventually like I get up, I like let the dogs outside to pee, whatever. And I stay in the house until 11, like when I'm supposed to leave. And just like no one ever like, like no one's there like no one makes their presence known so either one which is what I'm trying desperately to convince myself of either I just kind of imagined all of it or like the noises were all coming from like outside or like more what I thought they were whatever which is possible two Someone came home at 5 a.m. and just, like, went straight upstairs and just, like, never said anything to me and just, like, stayed up there until, like, 11 o'clock when I left. Or three, someone was upstairs in the house with me the whole time. I think that. And then they left at 5 a.m. Like, they left the house at 5 a.m. And that's when the door when I heard the door, which is, I think, the scariest option. Yeah, but I thought it was. Too. Anyway, what do you guys think? I'm probably never going to go back to this house again. Um, I might. They paid me very well, but I don't know. All right. Anyways, bye. I think someone was up there, and for some reason, they just didn't say. I think that maybe it was like, a one night stand or something or like 
Yeah. I don't know. And then they left. I I think someone was there. Yeah. If it was like a giant house, someone was upstairs. Who would it be, though? Like, I don't know. Wouldn't they say like, oh, we have a house guest staying with us? Like, yeah, that's what a normal person would do. But maybe maybe they had COVID. Oh, and they didn't want to be like someone upstairs has COVID because they're afraid that you'd be like, I'm not entering this home. That's a good theory. So maybe someone upstairs had COVID and that's where they were like, do not go upstairs. That's so weird. That's like really creepy. That's creepy. That's a horror movie. Yeah, 100%. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, next message. Hi, this is Carly. I'm calling for the web crawlers. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm like... 160 episodes or something away from catching up to you guys. <laughs> I don't know why I'm calling. Um, I don't know how much, well, obviously you guys are into conspiracy theories, but I was on the tickety talk, uh, yesterday Uh-oh. and I learned something absolutely terrifying that I don't think anybody seems to be talking about. So apparently last month in the span of two weeks, about 30 children were reported missing in Cleveland, Ohio. And people think that most of them are runaways, but some of these kids are just average kids, and they have been found in Michigan, Virginia, and California. I think it's like a sex trafficking ring thing, and it's really terrifying. The U.S. Marshal's Office has created, like, an entire task force dedicated to it now. What? Which is terrible, and... um. And, oh, shit, I gotta go. I'm gonna miss my bus. I'm gonna miss my bus. Ah! <laughs> she say, oh, shit, I gotta go? She's gonna miss her bus. Oh. Where'd she say Cleveland, Ohio? Is there anything about this on, on the internet? Cleveland missing children. What's happening? 
Number of missing children in Cleveland grows by 20% compared to last year. That's a news story from two days ago on News One. New York Post, June 1st, Cleveland police said 27 kids have been reporting missing between May 2nd and May 16th. Um, an extraordinary surge. For some reason, we've seen a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling because we don't know if they're being trafficked or if they're involved in gang activity or drugs. They said majority of the cases are runaways, but he feared some of the teenagers could have been victims of predators. That's crazy. That is strange. What's going on in Cleveland? Other than the Drew Carey show. Um, I think she calls back. Hi, one Crawlers. This is Carly again. I totally did not mean to scream in your ear, but I didn't <laughs> miss the bus. Thank anyway, God. I was talking about these kids, right? And apparently it was something similar is happening in like San Antonio, Texas. It's a really mm. sketchy sketchy stuff going on. Some people think it's drugs, but I think it's, tra- like I said, I, I think it's trafficking, but I'm a, kind of a conspiracy nut, so yeah. Anyways, um, I was wondering if Ali could answer a question for me. Okay. Because I feel like Ali and I are very, very similar. We're very strong-willed, very outspoken we overshare we're really loud um people okay. hate our laugh and stuff <laughs> okay. like but, we're um, ugly and I, we're stupid yeah. <laughs> my friends and i haven't hung out in like two months like they won't make plans with me and stuff and oh. it's really hard for me to and it's easy for me to make friends but it's hard for me to keep friends and no, I was just wondering, like, Allie, how do you do it? Like, I have I been questioning everything, if there's something wrong with me, oh. if it's them, no. and I'm just really insecure, and my my crusty, fried brain, depression brain, is just telling me that, like, it's my fault, and I don't know how to deal with it, like, no, I don't get it. I, I even asked my friend who's a psychologist. Like where I can get evaluated for autism because oh. I just don't feel like I fit in anywhere and oh, people don't get my humor and it's really hard to find people like us. So, Allie, I was just wondering if you had any advice for me. Um, thanks. Oh, that's sad. That's a sweet question. Uh, I think I might be a little spectrum E too. Uh, mm-hmm. but because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm realizing that a lot of traits that, uh, I thought that I was like agoraphobic growing up or like had like real problems with like crowds or severe anxiety. And like, right. uh, when I would like go out, like when I was young, like I couldn't make eye contact with people or like when people would ask me a question, I would like turn to my mom to answer it. And I was like uh-huh. really quiet. And then also as a kid, like, um, uh, when we would go out to dinner, my parents would always have to put the car keys on the table because sometimes I'd get so overwhelmed and anxious that I would have to leave dinner and just go sit in the car. Oh, and no. like, I used to think that was anxiety, but now I'm like, was I having like sensory overload and stuff? Like, I don't Maybe, know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But like, anyways, I don't know. I guess there's a few components of this. Um, I'm really bad at maintaining friendships, but also I realize that part of that is like, I just really like being alone. 
Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not like huge at having plans with people. I kind of like my alone time. I was way more social when I was drinking, but I also had to like drink to be social. And part of that was like, was like, I felt like I had to drink and do drugs because like, I felt like I needed to be like normal and socialize and go out all the time. And now I'm realizing I'm just a type of person who really likes doing activities alone. Like I like going to the movies alone. I like going to the mall alone. (laughs) You know, like I just like doing things alone. That's just my personality. So, I mean, my first thing would be maybe look into that. Like, are you the type of person who just likes doing things alone and maybe you're pressuring yourself to feel like you need to socialize a lot? Second of all, like, are your are the people you're choosing to be friends with like the right friends for you? Like sometimes it takes a while to find the right friends. And also I think that like the real friendships are ones where or the people you really click with at least for me are the ones where I don't have to talk to them every day or like right. do friendship heavy lifting. Like I can just come in contact. I can just contact them and be like, "Hey, do you want to get lunch or do you want to do this yeah. or that?" And because there's a solid foundation of liking each other there, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also a bad person to ask. Like friendships is honestly one of my like still one of my sore spots for sure. What do you think, Melissa? I'm, I don't know. Well, I I am also horrible at making plans with people. Yeah, I think we're kind of similar. Yeah, I feel like the only reason I have a lot of my friends now is because of Martin, because he is. Yeah, he is constantly making plans, doing this. Like, he's the one who makes all of our plans. Yeah. Because, like, if it was just me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I probably wouldn't hang out with anyone. I wouldn't hang out with anyone. So, like, thank God. Like, no, I I feel the same way. Like, I I feel like I've made a lot of friends, but I am terrible at maintaining friendships. Like, I have friends that I haven't seen in 10 years. Yeah. They're like, I'll, I'm friends with on Instagram, but like, I haven't seen them in person in 10 years. I'm like, oh, I should go. I should get a coffee with them. But like, I, I just don't. I just don't. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I have two things you said kind of sparked something. Like, I have <laughs> one friend I know from high school who is constantly invited to weddings. And I'm like, oh, my God, this bitch is always at weddings because she's constantly like texting with people and meeting people for coffee and lunch and just like maintaining friendships. I rarely invited to weddings. I'm only invited because Martin is because I just don't keep in contact with all my friends. My boyfriend's always invited to weddings. And it's like, I don't, you know, I'll like message with people I've known from high school or, or like friends, like DM memes or like respond to stories and things like that. That's more where I am with friendship. That's like my effort level really. Um, But even a few months into dating my boyfriend, friend or you know he was like you know you've met he was like are you embarrassed of me and I was like no why and he was like I haven't met any of your friends and I was like what friends what friends I "I don't know who and then I think you had invited us you had invited us over to watch um a movie and I was like oh my god thank god I can invite him oh I can introduce him to someone (laughs) well that's why I joined the basketball team i yeah. wouldn't have any friends those that's how i met like maria that's how i met maria and like yeah. paisley and molly and that's totally so yeah. i mean i don't think I, I think the moral is this you're not alone yeah. in what you're feeling i think that what you're feeling is the norm mm-hmm. i think it's uh 
what is uh, rare is people who have like best friend groups and things like that. And that's yeah, that usually, seems rare. You have to be yeah. very outgoing. Like Martin, my husband, yes. is the most outgoing person. It's yeah. I don't know how he does it. It's crazy. I think if you want friends, find an extrovert and just cling on to them. <laughs> yeah. And then they can, they lead you. <laughs> they just lead you to a friend. Or group. join, join some sort of, like I joined basketball team that, that like you're forced to be social. Yes. And you like, that just help. I don't know. Join, do some activity or. Do an I activity. Yeah, didn't work for me, but we'll do pickleball <laughs> yeah. and then maybe that will work for me. We might be playing pickleball yeah. this summer. <laughs> you never know. Um. Oh, Good I think question. she calls back. Actually, she's like, "Never mind, I have friends now." Allie tripling down again. I'm so sorry. Um, I just want to make it clear, Allie. I don't think you're autistic. I think <laughs> that might be. I'm just saying that we we both have like the same mannerisms and stuff. And um, <laughs> oh, it's okay. I think I am. It did kind of sound like I was calling you autistic, huh? I did not mean it like that. (laughs) I just wanted to clarify. I don't think that you have a problem. I was just (laughs) assuming that I might because I'm always overthinking. And, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to clear that up. So that neither of us felt bad or offended. (laughs) Anyway, goodbye. I love you guys. Thank you for clearing that up. That's really funny. <laughs> Hello, this message is for the web crawlers. Hello. This is Stacy from Wisconsin again. Hello. Uh, I was just listening to the History of Barbie podcast, and like Allie, I did some strange stuff to the Barbies. Oh, no. Uh, they all got haircuts for sure. Oh, but yes. I thought I could give them nice bobs, but it just looked spiky and gross. <laughs> and I used to give them tattoos with nail polish. Oh. And I would also, like, take, like, a nude-colored nail polish and give them, like, nipples so they'd be, like, anatomically correct or something. That's really funny. <laughs> and then this is, this is the kicker. Uh-oh. I don't know if you guys remember the little dolls called Quints. They were, like, Quint triplets, little blonde oh, baby do. doll things. I used to take one of those things, one of those Quint dolls, oh, no. put it in a baggie. And bag? fill it with water and then act like the Barbie was pregnant and her water would break and then she'd give birth to this Quint doll. That's oh really funny. Oh, I don't know. I have Barbies, mm. I tell you. Anyway, that's just my weird story with Barbies. Hunk, hunk, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Put it in a bag of water. That's hilarious. That's really funny. Last message of the day. Hi. I'm calling for web crawlers. I just listened to your severed leg episode and Allie was talking about foot picks and selling them and feet finder. Okay. And now we're talking. I had to call you and tell you. Okay. Uh-oh. So feet finder is not it. Like, oh. it's really actually difficult to sell foot picks unless you already have a following of kind of like horny customers. Uh, I did foot porn during the pandemic when I lost my job. And I tried just like building a website and selling foot picks there. And I tried all this stuff. I tried Feet Finder. There are a couple of other sites. Um, So for all of the people listening out there who want to sell foot picks, um, the best way to do it is to get on a cam site, cam your feet every day for a couple of hours minimum a day. 
And oh. then you start getting followers who watch these cam shows with your feet where you like step on stuff or try on shoes or Whoa. whatever they ask you to do. Uh, and then you can start sending those customers footpicks privately for whatever amount of money you want to charge them. Whoa. Okay. Uh, I actually, um, I have a podcast and I did a book <laughs> I got a cam. Emily, if you want to listen to that and get into book porn, I mean, it's a lot more work. No one wants to see my feed is the problem. Think, so you probably don't. But the, uh, the name of that podcast is Not Literary and that is book porn. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love your podcast. You guys are awesome. I've been listening since day one. Thank you so much. Bye. Huh. So you get on a cam site and you just cam your feet. That's really funny. That makes sense. I have really ugly feet. That's the problem. I have like, <laughs> listen, you, oh, you guys could get the show for free. Whoa, here they are. Oh, well, I've been, I've been sitting on like a wicker chair. They don't usually have these marks on them. Uh-huh, or maybe, sure. or maybe they do. <laughs> you have uh, weird have marks like a, on your feet. I have a huge big toe. And then this toe is crooked. And then my pinky toe is like flat and also crooked. And I'm a size and I'm a size ten. So I don't You're think size ten? Yeah. Wow. I'm a I size know, I like think nine you have and nice a half. Feet. Nine and a half ten. So I don't think anyone's gonna want my feet. But you don't know. That's you true. don't know. There's, There's any, very like, monster feet people out there. Specific tastes. You don't know. Yeah. So but for other people who might be interested, you should That's go. That's great it. advice, I think. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well that it? There, there you have it. That's oh. it. Oh, I just got a good crack. Sorry. <laughs> I, need to go. I didn't want a massage. Um, all right, guys. Uh, well, keep continuing to call us. We will insert yes. jingle here. Yes. 626 Nice. New so number. that you have our new number. And uh, if you called our old number, don't worry. That's okay. We'll we still, still get, get them. them. But continue to call our new number. That is where we will be starting from here on out. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And that's all, folks. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.